What is up, everyone? Thanks for tuning in. So today's podcast, I'm going to be talking about speaking in other tongues. And so, um, you know, really, this is the beginning of this week. I felt like the Lord really prompted me, you know, to increase the amount of time that I pray in tongues. And, um, you know, and I felt prompted to really study on this topic, you know, just in general, the power of the human tongue. And so obviously, you know, the first thing I thought of was, you know, James chapter three. And if you've read that chapter, you know, James goes into a long, you know, explanation about the power of the human tongue. And he actually says that, you know, in in, uh, James three, verse three, he says, you know, he's comparing the tongue and he says, if we set bits in, in horses mouths to make them obey us, we can turn their whole bodies about. So he's saying that literally your mouth can control your entire body, your entire life. And so understand that if you want to take control of your life, the first and foremost thing that you need to do is take control of your tongue, because really every word that you speak is like seed and it's producing a harvest in your life. That's why the Bible says death and life are in the power of the tongue and them that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. So, and understand it doesn't say death and life are in the power of the Holy Ghost. It doesn't say death and life are in the power of Satan. It says death and life are in the power of the tongue. Why? Because you were created in the image of God, right? And so God, his words are creative. Understand that when God created the universe, he didn't just, it does, the Bible doesn't just say God created light. The Bible says, and God said, let there be light. God used words. God used his, his tongue to create. And so understand that your tongue carries so much power. The, the human tongue is, is the most, the most powerful part of our body. And so understand that, you know, even James goes on to talk about this and he says in verse four, he says that look at sh- look at the ships though they are so great and driven by rough winds they are steered by a very small rudder wherever the impulse of the helmsman determines and so basically you know if you think about a massive ship yeah it's being driven by you know the fierce winds of the sea but the direction the direction of the ship it, it depends solely on a small rudder, which is likened unto the human tongue. So your tongue is directing the course of your life. And so that's why, you know, it's very easy to make excuses as to why things are the way they are in our life and, and whatever, and to, to complain and whatever. But really understand that God's will is that we would use our tongue, use your tongue to direct your life into the plan of God, into the will of God, into what God says belongs to you. And so, you know, obviously, and James goes on to talk about how the tongue, you know, it's, it's a, a world of evil that it's set on fire by hell itself. And then he even goes on to say in verse eight, the human tongue can be tamed by no man. So, so, and this is really painting a picture. It's setting up, you know, before, and obviously this podcast, you know, is about praying in tongues, but this is setting this up. Why did God give the prayer language? Why did God choose to give a gift to his people of speaking in other other tongues? And it's exactly this because James said the human tongue can be tamed by no man. So if it was left up to us trying to control the tongue, it would be a hopeless cause. That's why God sent the Holy Ghost to tame the human tongue. So the Holy Ghost's job is to tame your tongue because God knows, God knew that your tongue is what's going to be controlling the direction of your life. Your tongue is what is literally directing, directing your life, directing your course. 
And so God sent the Holy Spirit and with the Holy Spirit, you know, when you're baptized in the Holy Spirit, the evidence is speaking in other tongues because the Holy Spirit, the first thing he's going to do is he's going to bridle your tongue. He's going to bridle your tongue because if, if, if the Holy Ghost can get a hold of your tongue, he can get a hold of your life right? Because what you speak is what's going to be manifested in your life. What you speak is the, is the direction you're going to head in life. And you know, that's why obviously it's so powerful to even just speak the word of God in English, you know, but even praying in tongues is, is, you know, if you look at the Greek word in Acts chapter two, when it talks about utterance, it's actually talking about elevated discourse. So it's not just like mumbo jumbo, you know, like speaking in tongues is not just like whatever. It's not just a bunch of noises. It's actually elevated discourse. It it is the, the highest form. It's the highest form of communication because really you're communicating directly with God almighty. And so, you know, and that, that verse is in first Corinthians 14. And, you know, this is the scripture that I ended up coming to, you know, I had been studying James chapter three and I felt like there was more that the Lord was trying to show me about, you know, praying in tongues and really how it's so important. We have to, we have to pray in other tongues when you don't feel like it, you should pray in tongues. One of them, I honestly, I feel like you know, one of the most valuable skills that you can learn in your Christian life is to speak the word of God when you don't feel like it and to pray in tongues when you don't feel like it. Because let me tell you, there's going to come lots of times when you don't feel like opening your mouth, when you don't feel like, you know, it's just laziness, really. It's the flesh. The flesh profiteth nothing. And the flesh is always warring against the spirit. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. But as you begin to open up your mouth and, and use your tongue, use your tongue to, to, you know, to declare the word of God and to, and to speak in other tongues, the Holy Ghost kicks in and he helps you. But really, I'm telling you, learning to pray in other tongues when you don't feel like it is a very powerful skill. Because he says in 1 Corinthians 14, like I mentioned, it says in uh, 1 Corinthians 14 too, for one who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men, but directly to God. So when you speak in tongues, it's direct line access to the throne of God. So let that sink in. When you are praying in tongues, you are speaking directly with the God of the universe. That's heavy. That is like real. And I pray that that hits you and becomes a revelation that when you are speaking in tongues, when you're praying in tongues, you are directly communicating with the God of the universe. Okay, that's powerful. And we know and why we speak in tongues when you're speaking in tongues, you're 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 speaking in the spirit and God is a spirit. So you're communicating with God spirit to spirit. And so, you know, this verse goes on to say um, in verse two, it says, for no one understands him, but in his spirit, in the spirit, he speaks mysteries. And so when I read this, I don't know, it's like I've read that verse before, but it just hit me in a whole new way. When you're speaking in tongues, Paul says that you are speaking mysteries. And so that word mysteries, if you study the New Testament, that word mysteries, uh, Paul uses it all throughout the New Testament. Mysteries, it's, it's, you know, it's what he talked about in Ephesians. This is the mysteries is what, you know, is what God revealed to Paul. It's all these things that, you know, the mysteries of Christ, what he came to bring to, to humanity, the salvation he came to bring, the, the, the power he came to bring, you know, all these kinds of things. It's the mysteries of the new covenant of, of what, what he says in Colossians. He says, 
Colossians 127, this is the mystery, Christ in you, the hope or the expectation of glory. So really, this is the mystery. The mystery now is oneness with God. So when you're speaking in tongues, you are talking directly to God about secret mysteries that have been hidden for all times past that are now being revealed by the Spirit of God. And so, you know, the amplified version of that uh, verse, it says that he utters secret truths and hidden things not obvious to the understanding in the spirit. So you're uttering secret truths. You're uttering deep revelations. You're talking to God about deep revelations and secret things that are that are now veiled, but to be unveiled. So God, you know, and obviously I talk a lot on my podcast about having revelation of God's word, right? Because that's the only thing that's going to change your life. Head knowledge can only, is not really going to help you. You know, it's all about revelation knowledge. So where does revelation comes come from? Well, it, it comes by you praying in tongues. And what you're doing is you're actually, you're talking those revelations before it hits your mind and you have a revelation. Before that, it's in your spirit and you're actually talking those revelations with God and in a language that you don't understand. So you may not, the, the revelation may not hit your mind Yet, but you may have been praying in tongues about a revelation for days before all of a sudden it clicks and it hits your soulish realm, which is your mind, your will, and your emotions. All of a sudden you feel, you know, you may feel that revelation just, it hits you and you just feel like, man, that's it, you know, and it hits, it hits your mind, right? And all of a sudden you understand something that you didn't understand before. And how is it? It's because you've been praying in tongues. You've been speaking that revelation actually for the past few days and your prayer time, you've been talking about these secret truths with God, but it was in a language that you didn't understand because it was the, the Holy Spirit was talking through you. And so this, this just hit me in a whole new way, because when you think of it that way, it gives so much power to your prayer language where you can go about your day, you know, even because obviously you don't need to use your brain to pray in tongues. It comes from two different places. You know, when you pray in tongues, it comes from your spirit. So you can be working, you can be going about your day, cooking, cleaning, whatever, and you can be praying in tongues under your breath. And what you're doing is you are speaking, you are speaking mysteries to God. And if you can continue to do that, those mysteries will eventually hit your soulish realm, right? Because, you know, your three parts, spirit, soul, and body. So everything in your Christian life originates in your spirit, right? Because that's where the Holy Spirit dwells. So, but as you're speaking mysteries in the spirit, it's going to eventually hit the soulish realm. And that's when you have revelation. And when revelation light breaks forth, you know, that's really what changes your life, you know? And so this really what the Lord was showing me about this, this is why, you know, and if you've, if you know anything about praying in tongues, you probably know this, that praying in the spirit is the gateway to the nine gifts of the spirit. The only way in to begin operating in the gifts of the spirit the nine different gifts, it, it, praying in tongues is the doorway into all of those, right? And so, but the Lord was showing me, you know, why that is. If you think about it, you might be praying in tongues and you're speaking secret things about, you know, one of your friends or whatever. And then two days later, you may get a word of knowledge 
for your friend that they've been going through this or whatever, all of a sudden it hits your mind, right? It hits your mind. All of a sudden, you know something about that person. You know what they're going through all of a sudden by the spirit of God. You have a supernatural revelation, a word of knowledge about what that person is going through and you're able to give them a word and pray for them or whatever. Well, if, if you've been praying in tongues, you have, may have been you were probably praying in other tongues about that situation to God. You were speaking mysteries in the spirit. You were speaking things that were hidden from your understanding. You've already been talking about it with God. And as you stir it up enough, eventually the things in your spirit are going to touch your soulish realm. They're going to break into your mind. And then, you know, obviously that's a revelation gift would be an example, you know, the word of knowledge. But even past that, as you're praying in tongues, it, it, it's it's also the 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 mysteries and the power of God that you're stirring up can also begin to hit your body. And what happens when it hits your body? You begin to operate in the power gifts, the working of miracles, the the unction of God's power will, will come on your body. Why? Because you've been uttering the, those mysteries. You've been uttering things deep, deep things about the power of God. You've been uttering secret mysteries about about how Christ lives in you, how Christ lives in you, the expectation of glory. You've been, you've been directly talking to God about all these hidden mysteries and the power that's, that's on the inside of you, right? And all of a sudden you're stirring that up in the spirit, in your prayer language. And that power begins to touch not only your soul, but it begins to touch your body. All of a sudden you may feel the tangible anointing of God come on your body. You might feel the power of God come on your body, on your hands, you know, and, and, and it could be the gifts of healings. Uh, the working of miracles, you know, and obviously the, the, and that's how the gifts flow. The gifts flow out of that place of you first stirring up, you first stirring up those things in the spirit, and then they begin to touch your soul and, and your body. And so understand that's why it's so important. Praying in other tongues is the gateway for you to walk in the gifts of the spirit. And what's the point of that? The, you know, Paul said, Paul said the gifts are to profit to profit the body of Christ. So if you are not operating in the gifts, you are running at a loss. So God wants you to profit. The Bible says that he is the Lord, our God, that teaches us to profit and leadeth us in the way that we should go. So God's will is that you would be running at a profit and the gifts of the spirit help you to sidestep the schemes of the enemy. The gifts of the spirit will propel you forward into your assignment. The gifts of the spirit will put the glory of God on display in your life. The gifts of the spirit will cause people around you to see and know that you serve the living God. And so understand that it's important. It's important to desire earnestly the gifts of the spirit. And the way in is through training your tongue, training your tongue to speak the mysteries of God. Because when you're, when you speak in other tongues, you are directing your course into the glory of God. You're directing your course into the will of God. You're directing your life into the things of the spirit. So when you're praying in tongues, you're training your tongue and your mouth to be hooked up to the spirit of God right? And that's how you flow in the vocal gifts, the gift of prophecy. How are you going to flow in the gift of prophecy? You have to practice and train your tongue to be hooked up to your spirit instead of being hooked up to your mind, right? So the first thing you have to do really when it comes to, to walking in all that God has for you is bridling your tongue by praying in tongues 
a lot. Praying in tongues when you don't feel like it. Praying in tongues when you're driving in your car. Praying in tongues when you're listening to a sermon. Praying in tongues when you're cleaning your kitchen. And it can be under your breath. It doesn't have to be like, you know, you're crying on the floor all the time while you're praying in tongues. It's practical. You can begin praying in tongues under your breath as you go about your day. And the Holy Spirit is interceding for you. He's speaking things that you don't even know about. And so, and so obviously, you know, I'm talking about how the prayer language is the gateway into the gifts of the spirit. Um, and, you know, just I want to make this distinction here because there is a lot of confusion when it comes to 1 Corinthians 12, 1 Corinthians 14. Paul talks about two things in those chapters. He talks, he mentions in some verses, like I read verse two, uh, the prayer language which every believer, you know, when you're baptized in the Holy Spirit, you can have your prayer language, which is just praying to God, speaking to God in other tongues. And it's to edify you. It's the, it is a, it is God's gift to you. It's to build you up. It's for your benefit. But there's something else that Paul talks about in first Corinthians 14 and verse and, and chapter 12, chapter 12, chapter 14, which is the gift of tongues which is one of the nine gifts of the spirit. And it's called the gift of divers tongues. And it's not the same as your prayer language. The gift of diverse tongues is as the spirit wills. You can't just decide to start giving a word in tongues. It's as the spirit wills. It's very similar to the gift of prophecy, which means the bubbling forth. It's a bubbling forth. You can't just, okay, one, two, three, I'm going to prophesy. One, two, three, I'm going to give a word in diverse tongues. No, it's, it's something that's as the spirit wills and it bubbles out of your spirit. And so the gift of tongues the gift of tongues, you're not speaking to God, you're speaking to the body of Christ and it requires an interpretation, right? And so that's what Paul was talking about, you know, that you should only have, you know, two or three speaking in tongues and you must have someone interpret. He's not talking about the prayer language. He's talking about the gift of tongues. So when you have the gift of tongues and someone interprets it, it's, it's equal to prophecy, so prophecy is a vocal gift that bubbles forth just in a known tongue. It could just be in English and everyone understands it right off the bat. But the gift of tongues is you give it in tongues and then someone interprets it and it's, and it's equal to prophecy. And it's as the spirit wills. And it's not, it's not for your edification. It's for the edification of the body of Christ. And so you're not speaking directly to God. You're speaking to the body. So understand the difference because there's many people that don't like corporate praying in tongues because they think that it needs an interpretation. But understand that Paul was not talking about the prayer language. Paul was talking about, you know, if you've got five people bellowing out in other tongues, trying to give a word in tongues and there's no one to interpret, you've got a problem, you know? And similarly, if you're, if you, you know, if you're desiring to edify someone else, if you want to give someone a word and go pray for them, it's not really going to benefit them for you to just pray over them in tongues, right? Really, Paul says you should earnestly desire to prophesy. The goal would be to prophesy over that person. Why? Because they, they don't know what you're saying. If you're just praying in your prayer language, they don't know what you're saying unless you interpret. 
right? So understand that there's a difference. There's a difference, right? But the gateway into all the gifts, like I said, is the prayer language. And it's it's bridling, it's learning to bridle the human tongue by the Holy Ghost. And understand that if, if you can get your tongue tamed by the Holy Ghost, you will become an unstoppable Christian. Because like I said, your tongue is the rudder of a ship. And as you begin to declare the word of God out of your mouth, it's going to carry more power. As you begin to pray in other tongues, it's going to, it's going to carry power and that's going to increase the amount of revelation in your life. And Paul said, I speak in tongues more than ye all. And Paul had more revelation than them all, right? So there's a direct link between your revelation of the word of God and of spiritual things and you praying in tongues. And so I just want to encourage you more than ever to, to pray in tongues more than you ever have before. And maybe you're just starting. Maybe you just got baptized in the Holy Spirit. Maybe, you know, and I remember in the beginning for me, it was like painful. Five minutes was like painful. Like it was, it was like I, the flesh. It's painful to the flesh right? Because the spirit is willing, the flesh is weak, but understand that the more you do it, you, you are good. It's like a muscle. You build that muscle, you develop that language and it becomes easier over time. You know, and the more you do it, the more you spend extended times praying in unknown tongues, you're going to have more revelation than ever before. And you're going to find those gifts be, beginning to flow more than ever in your life. And ultimately, it's all for, it's all for the glory of God. This is God's gift to us. So, you know, we really shouldn't let this gift go in vain. This is something that he reserved for the new covenant people. This was the only gift that didn't operate in the old covenant was tongues and interpretation of tongues. So, so under understand that this is something that God has reserved for the era of grace. So, so it's, it's so powerful. This is, this is God's gift to us. And I believe that as you begin to stir that up more than ever before, that you're going to begin to walk in a greater re- level of revelation, a greater level of, of power and a greater level of the gifts of the spirit in Jesus mighty name. Hey guys, this is Victoria. I just want to say thank you so much for listening and make sure that you subscribe, share it with a friend, share it on Instagram. Let me know that you're listening and I pray that these podcasts will continue to be a blessing to you.